welcome to the show. Hey, I'm Brett McConaughey with the Oshawa 88s, the one you want with the biscuit. And also with the hair. <laughs> they got the hair going too, that's for sure. Okay, so we've been talking a little bit about some London 3s that might be rocking the same kind of style as you. What's yeah. going on there? Well, I see number 91 out there. He's got the long hair going, but there's only room for one guy in this league with the hair, and that's number 22 on Oshawa. Well, you know what? He's got straight hair going on. You got the curly flow. Yeah, a little bit different for sure, but uh, the curls gives you a little more flair. It's better for the ladies. Welcome, everybody, back to GOAT Radio, the greatest of all time podcast show. I'm the big man, and I got to say, GOAT Radio is absolutely rolling right now, and I'm so jacked for this episode. I'm with one of the most multi-talented people I've came across. Ladies and gentlemen, the GOAT hip-hop hockey player, Brett McConaughey, a.k.a. Brett Will. What's yeah, going bro? on, guys? What's up, big man? Thanks for having me on, bro. Appreciate it. Thanks, man. I've been itching to have you on, man. You know that. Um, yeah, man. I've been itching to get on, too. So this is great. Yeah. So first things first, the GOAT fans know the drill. Got to say what jersey I'm wearing and what we're wearing. I got the Michigan Tech. My former team. I'm a proud alum. Michigan Tech Huskies, the gold jersey, number 28. And, uh, you know, I was hoping they were going <laughs> to fucking play Michigan in the final eight. But, you know. Yeah, that was a. That was a bit of a tough one there. Was it against, uh, was it Ohio State or is it uh, Penn State? It was Penn State. Was it, was it like 8-1 or something? Yeah, they got, they got, they didn't come to play. Um, that's the thing with NCAA. You got to show up for one game elimination, man. So Yeah, no. anything can happen, man. That's crazy. But he's like, hey, they got to the big dance, right? So that's, uh, that's a start, right? I, I'm, yeah. I'll, I'll always be proud of them. What do you got wearing there? For sure. I'm wearing a uh, Derrick Henry Tennessee Titans jersey, number 22. Favorite football player, the GOAT running back. He's an absolute legend. So that's, I'm a Titans guy. So that's what I'm rocking. <laughs> that's a beast. And shout out, you got a nice studio back there. Nice set of shoes there. I know you're a big fan of the shoes. Looks sick. Yeah, big shoe guy, bro. Big shoe guy. So I try to incorporate it here. I'm still, I'm not the biggest tech guy in the entire world, but we, yeah, we got to figure it out. So we're good. Awesome, brother. So like I said, man, I'm not just saying this. You got, you're a man of a lot of talents. You're, you're, you're a great athlete. Division one NCAA player, professional hockey player. You're a YouTube star with your show, The Shooter Shack. And on top of all that, you're a wicked rapper. So, man. Thank you, wh sir. Wh where do you get your grind and hustle from, man? Honestly, bro, I, th I think that, uh, like, it doesn't really matter what I'm, what I'm involved in. I think you, you would understand it, too, as a high-level player coming up. I, I Like, I got to uh, give it to hockey. Like, just yeah. the way we were disciplined, the way we learned how to, you know, how to take care of our bodies and how to train and how to prepare, you know, and it, it's something that you always talk to guys that when they're done playing, they kind of figured out, you know, things that they learned in the game that they've been able to implement in real life, whatever they're doing. So I would, I would seriously give them most of that testament to, to hockey, man, because, you know, for the first 25 years of life, that was like all I really knew. And, you know, we worked hard at it and we learned a lot of stuff. So that's, that's where the dedication and where the hard work came from, for sure. So let, let, let's talk about the hockey point, uh, point right now. Alabama, Huntsville, the Chargers. How was yes, your four, four years in college? Did you have fun? What was the best part of college? <clears throat> it was an unbelievable time, buddy. Um, the best part of college, like, I would honestly say, like, for one, the reason that I went there to Alabama, Huntsville, I went as a true freshman, which is pretty rare um, yeah. in D1. 
like I, I had a lot of offers from, you know, some uh, bigger conference schools, but a lot of them wanted me to play another year tier two, yeah. whether it was the USHL or where I was in Ontario, but I felt like I was ready to go. And when I went on visits, I went to about seven visits that year. And that was the only school that I went to that let me get her going a little bit. That let <laughs> me get her go out with the boys. And I was only 17 at the time. So um, that was one of the places that I actually got to see what, you know, college life was about. Everywhere else I had a curfew. Like I'd be back at the hotel with my, my dad actually had to come to a lot of the recruiting trips because I was only 17. But most of, the, most of the places I went to, I didn't get to see that aspect of it. So when I went there after the game on a Saturday, I went back to like the players' apartments and I got to see some wild stuff. And, and that's kind of what hooked me in along with the weather. You know, it's, it was the only at the time, the only D1 team in the South. Going to the rink in sandals and flip-flops every day was pretty fucking sweet. Um, so that was kind of, you know, part of the reason I went there. But um, boy, the best part of college, man, like it, there was just so many good times. It's hard to, hard to think of one, but, uh, you know, that's a tough one i would probably just say the best part of college was we were just talking about the ncaa tournament there yeah my senior year we ended up going to the tournament we, we were the 16th rank we played number one notre dame lost to triple ot wow. we, at that time at that time we were the only the only uh school ever that had made the sweet 16 or the tournament with an under 500 record so we were like we had a terrible year but we had a really you know good squad we had 11 or 12 yeah. seniors we just got hot at the right time started kind of playing up to our potential and ended up like we, like we should, like we should have beat them. Like we had, it was pretty even in shots. I hit the crossbar on a power play in OT, which would have like, that would have been the biggest upset of all time in NCAA history for sure. For but sure. like, you know, thinking about memories wise, that was probably, you know, the best part in terms of, in terms of hockey, you know what I mean? That, that was pretty cool. So yeah, I would say that was pretty special. Yeah. And you have a pretty wicked stat. You you're like an Ironman. You yeah, pretty, actually, you, pre yeah. you pretty much played four straight seasons, which is tough because, you know, um, you only play like 30, 36 games, but it's intense and you got to yeah. kind of compete for those games. Yeah. And, you know, that, that's a tough Ironman to. Yeah, for sure. That, for sure. Uh, I, uh, I, I broke the record at the, at the school anyways. Like I played, I played 135 straight and uh, which was we like, see, we, we never played more than 32 uh, in a season when I was there anyways. So, but I didn't, I missed one game and it was our senior night at home last regular season game. I got in a little bit of trouble, um, <laughs> the prior week, the prior weekend where it was actually, it could have been real bad, but I ended up having to sit out the, the last game of the regular season before the conference, uh, the conference tournament, which was pretty devastating. And my, my parents at the time, they drove down from Toronto and oh. didn't know until, like they they kind of got their friend. I didn't really want to tell them over the phone, and they came down excited to see the last home game, and I ended up sitting in the stands. So that was that was a rough one, but uh, I guess but the, that was the only I, game I missed in four years. I guess the coach was sending a message to the uh, freshman coming in. You're like, yeah, he he was for sure. And, <laughs> I mean, it could it could have been a lot worse. So one game was just uh, you know a small little slap on the wrist, and then we ended up getting hot and we won the tournament, got to the NCAA tournament, so kind of got swept under the rug, but. Yeah, that was the only game I missed in four years, bro. It was uh was self-inflicted, so to speak. That's, yeah. <laughs> I love college, man. Like it is demanding, right? Being going to school, <laughs> then going up, you, you gotta be intense in practice also with the games. Yeah. Yeah. And on, on top of that, you're boozing pretty hard. Oh so yeah, hell yeah. You're going hard. You gotta, sure. you gotta stay in shape. A hundred percent. And like you would know too, it's like it's different than anywhere else I ever played in terms of like the bodies that you carry. 
Yeah. Right. Like you have your four lines that that would play because you were forward too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So like you have your four lines that play, and then I don't know how many you guys carried. You probably had an extra two and a half, maybe even three lines that yeah. you know. So you had seven lines at practice. If you weren't, you know, if you weren't playing or you were coming to the rink hurting or you know you didn't perform, you were at risk of you know losing your job. So it was every practice was. I know people always said, "Oh, college schedule, you guys only play thirty games," but they don't know how hard we practice. Like yeah. it was like a battle every day. It was like training camp every day. Yeah. So that was another thing too. But, uh, but yeah, man, what a time, bro. What a time. Yeah. So obviously uh wicked four years there after that you signed a PTO. Yeah. With the San Jose sharks. Yeah. Now that's gotta be one of the highlights of, of your hockey career. I'm, I'm thinking. Yeah, that was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Um, uh, I mean, I didn't really know what to expect, but it was, uh, I don't know. It was amazing. It was the best feeling in the world, but uh, I was down in the ECHL pretty quick there. So we uh, learned the hard way, but it was, it, it was a great experience, man. I just, all of it, like the, the entire hockey career, pro college, it was all just so much fun that, you know, yeah. you wouldn't trade for anything, you know? I'm sure you got a taste of like the grind of a, a hockey player. Like it's a fucking meat market. Oh. It seems like, eh? it's insane, bro. It's fucking nuts. Like, you, you, like you would know too, like when you come out of college, you know, I was like a top line guy in my last two or three years. And, you think that you're a, a fucking scorer. Like you think that you're a player yeah. and then you get to camp and the show and like, you're looking around and it's like, Holy fuck. Like in, 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 in that era, I'm a few years older than you, but God, like I'm five listed at five eleven. I'm probably five ten, but like guys in that, in that time were fucking huge. Like I would, I looked like a fucking twerp out there, you know, like five ten, two ten, And I felt like a fucking tiny little guy and every single guy could play. You know, yeah. you're looking at the guys that played on the third or fourth line and you're watching these guys in practice and you're like, holy fuck, like that's a fourth line guy. And you yeah. see the top six at that level. It's like, Jesus Christ, I better start doing something here because, you know, like you're not going to be that guy there. But you get you get a wake up call pretty quick for sure. Did you get in on any exhibition games? Did you any notable yeah, players? Yeah, I played two. I played oh, two. Uh, yeah, I played two, which was pretty sweet. Didn't play a ton, but uh, notable players. I'm trying to think of who was at that time, like Brennan Gallagher was probably like, we played Montreal. He was pretty sick. He was youngish too at that time. But yeah, that was pretty cool too. Yeah, Gallagher, he's a Vancouver boy too. Is he? I didn't know that. That's yeah. yeah. Um, how about, you know, your time at the Whitby Dunlops? Because that was a big chunk of your career. You played there for eight years and yeah. captained four of them. Yeah. That's got to be, uh, you probably must have had a lot of memories there in your yeah like that was honestly bro like I, I tell people all the time when we talk hockey that that was the probably the most fun i'd ever had playing hockey like it definitely yeah. we, you know, it wasn't necessarily the highlight of a career but just the fact that you know like it, it wasn't so competitive in terms of you know battling with guys it was just a bunch of guys who all played at a high level that that just you know after their careers didn't want to play men's league wanted to play a high level and it was just fun, you know, and it was, it was fucking awesome. And like, that was some of the best times uh, of my career for sure. And the only thing I do regret about that is uh, I missed like, so when I retired, I had a two year, two years off where I didn't play at all. Yeah. And I didn't really want to play. I didn't know a lot about senior. I wasn't really, you know, I didn't even really give it a shot. I just said, fuck that. But I ended up going out to a playoff game, you know, the year before I started playing, it was like game seven at home. They ended up losing in overtime. It was fucking 2000 people there. The hockey was great. And I was like, Jesus, yeah. like, I should have been playing here the last two years. Like, yeah, that's yeah. what kind of made me. That's what made me ended up playing there. But yeah, bro, great group of guys. We had a fucking blast. It was wicked. Yeah, and just to note, you're fifth all time in points in the AC ACH. Pretty pretty solid, yeah. man. 
I think I'm fourth. No, someone passed fourth? me. Uh, yeah, I think I. Maybe since yeah, you I played, but fourth, maybe, but yeah, it's whatever, fourth or fifth, something fourth. like that. But yeah, it was. I also played eight fucking years too. That helps, but uh, no, it was cool, man. It was good, good hockey. A lot of really good players. But um, I think I played long, against long, longevity is a big part of being the yeah, goat, man. For sure, man. And, <laughs> and honestly, the only reason that I didn't I didn't keep playing was because our team folded in yeah, Whitby, yeah. which our team and I ended up playing last year in Hamilton. Uh, for the year but it was like an hour and a half commute and it was yeah. it, you know it was a lot of fun great team it's just it was too much every weekend driving but uh, they ended up just punching their ticket to the island cup last night so figures the first year that i don't play the team yeah. i was on goes to the fucking island but yeah <laughs> man it, it's it's wicked did you ever play senior out there did you ever play senior at all not me man i no? I, I uh i hung him up right away became a nurse man <laughs> good for you bro hey good they for call you, me man. they call me the big nurse the goat, the goat nurse. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Good for you. Yeah, I had enough, man. Fuck that. Yeah, for sure, bro. Now, I get it. I get it. Now I like to talk hockey, talk goats. Yeah, for sure. There's nothing better, buddy. There's nothing better. Your body feels great probably too, right? Oh, man. Way better. So this part of your story, man, it just blows my mind. <laughs> You're an amazing rapper. I always wonder myself, how, when, and how did you get started in the rap game? Crazy, right? Um, honestly, it was around the time that Eight Mile. Remember the movie with Eminem when it came out? I was playing high school basketball, and uh, I had no idea, no ability, or any, I didn't know anything about it. I wasn't like a, a rapper ever, but a lot of guys at that time, freestyling was kind of big. And I just remember guys in the basketball team would all do it, and I would just kind of jump in as like a joke, like wow. throw in a one-two little chirp kind of thing. And I ended up being like decent enough well, where guys were like, holy shit, man, that was pretty good. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. And then that's kind of how it started. And then I kind of started writing and then fuck, man, it just kind of took off from there. But yeah, it was a uh, humble beginnings for sure. I don't really enjoy listening to the stuff that I, that I first recorded way back 20 years ago, but it's come a long way for sure, bro. It's come a long so, way. So were you playing hockey and then simultaneously going on tour and stuff? How, how was that working? Yeah, around that same time. But the only time that I ever really did big shows or like open for like big name artists while I was playing was at Alabama Huntsville. Like, you know, during the season, there might be, it would never be like a tour, but like a one night kind of thing. But it would always be in the off season. So when I was playing pro, um, when the season would end, I would stay down in the south where I was. And that's kind of where it would all start. So what, most of it happened after the season, like the, you know, the tours and stuff. So yeah, that's, that's kind of how that works. That's sweet. Your teammates must be like, this is fucking awesome. Yeah, it was fun, man. We had a lot of fun. Like we used to try to bring the bring the boys up, up on stage in the jerseys, and the guys had a blast, man. It was it was really fun, man. It was a great time, to be honest with you. I had a lot of fun with it. It didn't help my hockey career very much, but uh, <laughs> a lot of a lot of coaches didn't like it. But uh, it was fun, man. And it's me, so it is what it is, you know. Can you name some of the guys you kind of worked with in the rap game? Are you allowed yeah, to bring any like, names up? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, in terms of work, like I. I like toured with some big names, like, and I think uh, we were talking before about like who the biggest beauty was that that I toured with. And yeah, honestly, the first the first name that came came to mind was uh, Styles P from the Locks, yeah. right? From uh, wow. part of the Locks, him, Jadakiss, Sheik Luge. I I spent a lot of time with him. I actually have a record with him coming out on my on my upcoming project. He was like such a good dude, man. Like so much different than anyone else that I'd ever met in music, or that was already somebody, you know, like large. Great guy, very humble, loved hockey. So he was like a like a diehard Islanders fan. Like he's from like the Bronx area, but he doesn't he didn't know the rules of the game. 
Yeah. So this guy watched hockey a lot of his, but he didn't understand what was happening. So I remember one time on a tour bus, I spent like three hours with him. We watched an Islanders game and I like explained to him the rules. <laughs> But like yeah. for someone who was a fan of a team and watched them, but didn't know what was going on. It was like, to me, I thought that was fucking crazy, but yeah, he was a wicked guy, man. Really good dude. Super humble, kind. And then there's some guys that aren't super, super humble and super kind. And, you know, not to name names, but uh, he was, you know, he was just such a good dude, bro. Such a good guy. That's pretty sweet. He's on your next album. We're going to get into that in a little bit. <laughs> so you're the, there, you're the man behind the GOAT radio theme song. It is one of the two, one of the two. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You and Emerson, by the way, I was going to say you, you guys are a wicked duo. Um, Goat radio theme song. Hey, gotta be the greatest of all time theme song in podcast history. Fuck. It shook Vancouver, man. When it came out, um, it shows you, you really have a, you do a lot of theme songs. Are you, yeah, can you, yeah, are, you are, are you able to kind of give us a little hint of what you're doing? What are your plans going going forward here? Yeah. Yeah, sure, man. The So like you said about a lot of them, like we just finished last night. We just finished up like our 50th that we've done in the last like four and a half months. And that's, you know, ranged from minor hockey, AAA teams, all the way up to NHL teams. We have a song coming out with the Boston Bruins for the playoff run April 10th, wow. 7th to 10th. We're not 100% sure on the date. But yeah, man, it's just something that that kind of happened like it wasn't necessarily this huge plan like i used to do these theme songs for teams that i played for yeah like it wasn't i didn't do them for you know like paid jobs for other for other people i just used to make songs for teams i played on and one of my buddies that's a coach now he goes yo remember when you used to make songs for your team like how much would you charge to make a song for the team i coach and i was like well, okay i thought about it and then it was like you know what like this is like an untapped market. This is something that not really, you know, it's super cool, super original, special for people who it's about or the team that they're on. And yeah, it, it just kind of took off and I haven't really marketed it or like promoted it. It was just kind of something that that took off. So I learned a lot from it this year. Um, so next year, we're actually building a recording studio right now that we're hoping to have operating in the next like two to three months. And we're, we're going hard, man. We're doing this shit full time right now. So we got big plans for, for next year, trying to branch into some other sports, you know, baseball, football, obviously we're doing lots of podcasts as you know, yeah. but yeah, it's just something that, that kind of like, you know, happened. It was just one of those things that just popped up and, and it worked and it made sense and fuck it's, it's off to the races. So it's, yeah, it's pretty sweet. You're like putting the two together, your passion for sports and your passion for music. And you, you, you and Emerson are, like I said, unbelievable duel. I, 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 all my boys are right now. I just, they're cranking your tunes right now. You just, you came out with a single drift like a month ago. You got another one that just dropped like a couple of days ago called yeah. nothing, nothing to prove on yeah. all, on all platforms. Can you tell us a little bit about those and, and your album coming up? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the whole Emerson thing, like I've known Emerson for like 20 years. Um, like we never had worked together, um, like musically, but like we were always cool. Like we had a decent relationship and, yeah. um, he's always like, he just got back from his, one of his record deals just ended. He was with Atlantic records and he was in LA for a long period of time. And he just kind of moved back to the same area I'm in. And it just happened by chance. We got together, hooked up and started doing some work together. Um, but yeah, so we, we have a bunch of like, we've recorded like around 51, like, like songs, like 51 singles together, like joint project stuff. But we're not sure what's going on when the release will be of uh, the first album per se. But right now we're just going to ride singles out like every yeah. three to four weeks, put out another single. 
Um, you know, I've been doing a ton of research about it. And a lot of people say that that's, that's kind of the best way to get, to get things popping right now, instead of putting out a whole project that you'll see the first two to three songs have a ton of plays. And then it kind of drops off from there. If you're not already a massive artist, right. If you're yeah, kind of yeah. on the come up. So yeah, we're, I think we're just going to, for now anyways, we're going to ride the singles, man. We have so many of them that like, we probably have five albums worth of ridiculous music right now. So yeah. And then he's also got a, you know, a really, really successful solo career going on as well. So, you know, it's like all the focus can't just go on the stuff that we're doing together. Yeah. I have a solo project coming as well. So we're just, we're just kind of riding the wave, man. And we're having a really good time doing it. Our chemistry is awesome. The music we're making is fucking insane. So yeah, yeah, we're just riding with it, bro. So yeah, we're having a great time with it too, which is the most important part. You know, yeah. it doesn't really feel like work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You guys are honestly, I think you guys are going global. Go radio is freaking on your train, man. Hey man, fucking right, bro. And you know, that, that goat song dude was so much fun to make too. Like I literally sat like, so Emerson's a producer too. I sat with him while he made that beat. Yeah. So like, I remember talking, remember talking to you about the Hulk Hogan stuff and yeah, the yeah. real American song and, you know, just watching, like, I, that's one thing I, I'm not a producer. I don't make beats or, or yeah. I did play, I played some instruments growing up, like younger, but I don't make beats, but to sit there and watch a guy create, you know, a beat or a sample around some, a song you already knew it was fucking insane, bro. So that yeah. we had a lot of fun doing, doing that one. So thank you for that, by the way, we had a blast, man. So yeah. And yeah, I, yes. I, I didn't even give you much. I gave you a few sentences of you, a few notes and you guys just rolled with it, man. I'm yeah, so pu- man. I'm, I, I listen to it every day still. <laughs> yeah, fucking right, bro. I love it, buddy. I love it. Okay, bro. Shooter Shack. Successful show on YouTube. Um, 25 million views. Why was it such a hit? <sighs> to be honest with you, um, half of the reason I think why it was so successful anyways is because I was a little bit ahead of my time because at that point it was like more of like a, a gambling advice show. I was like a you know, like what's that movie with uh, two, one for two for the money with Matthew McConaughey? He's like, uh, a, yeah, people like a handicapper, like a professional handicapper. So that's kind of what it was about. Like, that's what it was. You know, it was a sports talk show, but the meat and potatoes of it was was me giving out NFL picks each week. And for the two years for, for two of the years that we filmed the show, I picked that like 81 percent against the spread, giving oh. out six games a week, which is like. The top that, handicappers in the world are like 62, 63. Like, that doesn't happen, I was going to say, yeah. Right? So I, had, I actually had two years back-to-back um, where I was like 77% and 81% against the spread the entire season. And this was like putting out the episodes on Wednesday when the games were on Sunday. There was no like, you know, waiting till the games were over and posting videos. It was all legit. Yeah. So that that was, I think that had a lot to do with, you know, the major success of it because a lot of people were watching it to to get, you know, to get gambling advice. And it was technically, yeah. it was free. You yeah. know, I had, I was selling packages and stuff as well, but um, at the time, you know, it was, you just turn, watch the show on YouTube and, and you got your picks. And if I'm winning five out of six every week, fuck, I'd be watching next week too. Absolutely. But we had a lot of good guests. We, we had a ton of NHL guys um, on the show. We had some uh, YouTube personalities, like those on the bench guys and the, yeah. the, the hockey boys from Letter Kenny. Like we said, we had some really good, some cool guests, which helped. And I mean, the content was wicked. The co-host of mine at the time, uh, Pat Gregwire, he's now on TSN. Uh, he does the uh, NLL. He's like the yeah. covers the National Lacrosse League. So I mean, he was really good too. Like at what he did, that was his kind of his goal. You know, at that time, that's what he wanted to do. And you know, like he ended up that helped him reach his goal, which was super sweet. And yeah, man, it just it just went really good. It was seamless. And you know, after a couple of years of doing it, it just 
I kind of, I kind of lost a little bit of interest to be honest. Yeah. It was just, it was, it was a grind, man. Like it was a really big production. Uh, yeah. It was not cheap. It was not cheap. It was, you know, weekly. And, and we were shooting like at the time, like we were trying to upgrade our set. Like, as you know, like you always want to make everything you're doing see, you know, from like what your stuff looks like now from when it started, everything always looks better as you progress. Right. So we ended up filming the last season of that show at my uncle's place, which was like an hour and a half away from where I lived. So like if we were filming on Wednesday, it was three hours in the truck. It just got to be a lot. So that's sure. kind of what happened. And, you know, the guys that were filming my show from the show ended up getting a ton of big jobs out of it. And their time had, you know, had been crushed. So for it to work for them, it was going to be this much more. And it just got to a point where I was like, you know what? Fuck, like, I don't need to be doing this. I love doing it. But we had a great run and I kind of just shut it down. So that's kind of what happened. But, you know, it was it was wicked, man. Like at the time, it was it was fucking what I was into and it, it went really well. It was a fucking blast. And it's just yeah. uh, RIP the shooter, RIP the shooter shack, RIP. Yeah. <laughs> I watched a few episodes, man. It was it was really fun to watch. Hit a mix of everything. Yeah, man, had a good time. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun, bro. It was fun. So you seem really driven like to be successful always, right? What's your ultimate goal right now? What do you want to get to? Um, that's a really good question. Um, yeah. to, to, to tell you that, like, I'm kind of, I, I feel like I'm already like where I want to be in terms of like, you know, what I'm doing for a living and, you know, my successfulness, where I'm at. Like, if you had asked me that a couple of years ago, like where I'm at right now, like just making, you know, making a living, making music is, 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 and a good living is, was the dream really always, even when yeah. I didn't make music for a decade after hockey, I kind of packed it in, but you know, like it's obviously I would like my personal and, you know, my personal music and Everson stuff to really, really pop off. That would be amazing. But just, I'm kind of living it right now, man. Like just living the dream, making music for a living and being involved in sports still. That was always something that was important to me. So, you know, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm right. I'm right in the heart of it right now. So it's just really, it's, Time will tell to how big it could get. But honestly, I, I'm just going with it, man. Like I obviously, I just want to keep being successful with it. I want to continue to grow, you know, be a better artist. But as for the goal in terms of like financially slash or slash success or whatever, it's like right now it's kind of, I'm there. So, yeah. you know, there's nothing like the song says, there's nothing to prove. I don't really have anything to lose right now. It's just, just trying to grow, get better, enjoy what I'm doing every day, wake up with a smile. And that, that's, that's fucking good enough for me, bro. Fuck. Yeah, man. Exciting times for you, man. Still. Yes, sir. Looking forward to it, bro. It's going to be a really good, uh, next month or two is are going to be big. We have a lot of shit coming. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Like for all your listeners, keep your eye, keep your ears and eyes open. We have a song uh, with the Seattle Thunderbirds. Uh, I guess they're like the Mem Cup favorites are pretty solid. Uh, comes out this Friday, uh, March 31st on all platforms. We're going to be out in Seattle, actually. I think we're going to be performing at a playoff game at an intermission. They're going to fly us down there. And then the following week, we got the Bruins song coming out. Obviously, they're cup favorites to win it right now. We got that song out for Michigan. They're in the Frozen Four. You know, we're, things are rolling right now, man. So we're, ho we're hoping that these uh, team anthems bring some major success for those teams. And then there's no way that those teams can't continue to get songs off us every single year if they win with it, right? Yeah, So that's sure. kind of, we're, we're cheering them on big time, buddy. Awesome. And I'm pumped. I got to know you, man. And I, I look forward to, to working with you down the road for sure, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. You've been, you've been a beauty. It's always been great. Me and you've been talking quite a bit the last few weeks yeah. and it's, uh, it's been wicked, man. It's, uh, it's crazy that we never actually like knew each other or met each other. We know a lot of the same similar people, but yeah, hockey world's a small world, man. So it's just uh, super cool, man. You're a wicked dude, bro. And I wish you nothing but success as well with all, with all of this. Thank you, brother. Why don't we for do sure. some goat rapid fire? 
All right, let's do it. All right, you're going to give me your choice. You're going to, you can expand if you want to, or you can say next question. Okay. All right, brother, let's go. Yes, sir. <laughs> Sid the kid or Ovi? Ovi, 100%. Fucking rights. Boston Bruins or Toronto Maple Leafs? Who's going farther this year? Boston Bruins. Brad Marchand or Patrice Bergeron? Bergie. Bergie. The vet. Yes, sir. Who you had some fights in your career? Who would you rather fight, Zdeno Chara or Ty Domi? I'd rather fight Ty Domi for sure. <laughs> yeah. I'd actually be taller than him. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> what was your weirdest pregame ritual? Uh, like not sleeping, like the night before. I stay up all night and get her, keep her going right to the game. Oh wow! Once in a while, once in a while. I'm just kidding, but yeah, that was that was what superstitious if i had a great game and i partied like hard the night before yeah i'd do it again until i had a shitty game so that was kind of that was kind of off for sure uh, oh that's awesome what was your pre-game meal big like chicken parm guy pasta guy olive garden that kind of shit you know mj or lebron Ooh. i'm gonna say lebron you know what that you're the first guy on the yeah, pod to I'm say that and i'm and i'm and i'm happy you did yeah, I'm going to say LeBron. Get the convo going. Everyone's saying it's an invalid uh, conversation. It's not. No, it's not. It's not. And I mean, certain, there's certain statistics when you line them up with the two of them that I get that MJ never lost in the finals, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know, yeah. man. I just like – I like LeBron as a person better too. Like he seems to be – have you ever heard of him getting in trouble or him doing something that was a little shady or like he, – he's a good dude. And I don't yeah. think Michael Jordan's necessarily a good dude. I love his shoes. But I don't uh, think he's a great fucking person, to be honest ooh. with you. So I'm going to go LeBron. Interesting. Awesome, man. Magic Johnson or Larry Bird? Larry Bird, bro. The Birdman. The Birdman. Who's winning the Stanley Cup? The Boston Bruins. Who's winning the NCAA Hockey Championship? University of Michigan. Messi or Ronaldo? Messi. Messi. Yeah. Okay, we're obviously massive... Wrestling fans, Ric Flair or the Macho Man Randy Savage? Macho Man. I like Macho Man. Yeah, yeah. I take Macho Man. Yeah, they're both wicked promo cutters. They're both the best in the business at the promos, but I thought that Savage was a lot more entertaining. I always yeah. liked his his style was a lot more flashy. I liked it better. Me too. You're a rapper, but what would you choose? Country or EDM? Probably country. Yeah. Yeah. Probably country. Biggie, Biggie or Tupac? Ooh, I'm going to say Tupac. Ooh, I, I was thinking yeah. you were going East Coast, but no, eh? Yeah, no. I mean, I, I, I like a lot. Like, obviously, I like both of their stuff, but I think that I like Tupac's stuff better. I think he was a little bit more, a uh, little bit deeper, a little more creative. He was a little, little, little more talented as well, I think. I liked, I liked him better. Cool, cool. Lil Wayne or Jay-Z? Low Wayne. Okay, I don't want to throw you under the bus. This is this was just a a topic a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Blondes or brunettes? Ooh, I'm gonna go with uh, with brunettes. <laughs> I'm a brunette guy. Yeah. Coke yeah. or pe- Coke or Pepsi? Pepsi. Oh, okay. Yeah. Chewing tobacco or cigarettes? Now I go darts. 
but uh, like I, I got chew, chew tobacco most of my career. So I'm yeah. not, a, like I don't, I don't dip anymore. I, I smoke the odd dart now, but yeah. 10 years ago it would have been dipped for sure. But today it's darts. Okay. You don't need to name any names if you don't want to, but who is the biggest gangster rapper you, you, you worked with or toured with? Who was like, like, uh, like Wu-Tang Clan, like a uh, Ghostface, Ghostface Killer. Like well, I was one of that whole, you know, those guys were pretty, pretty badass, you know? Yeah. Okay, cool. What, what is the drink of choice for rappers? Like booze? Like booze? For, 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 for rappers. Yeah. Uh, oh, they love Hennessy, man. Like Hennessy. Oh. Yeah. Or like if it's, if it's beer, it's Heineken. If it's like booze, they like, they like their Hennessy. Heineken, eh? Yeah, they, weird. they always drink Heineken. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> That's awesome. Who is the all-time goat rapper? Ooh, it's tough to not say Eminem, but I don't know. I like I'd say fuck. My favorite all-time is Young Jeezy. That's my favorite rapper. Oh, nice. But I think the if I had to tell you the greatest rapper of all time, it'd be hard to not say Eminem. A personal favorite, Young Jeezy. Okay, cool. Okay. In all categories, who is the who is your goat of all goats? Mine's Hulk. Over- my, my, mine's Hulk Hogan. But what's yours? Ooh, if, if this is anything altogether. Anything. Tiger Woods. Big okay. Tiger guy. That guy's a beauty. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. La- last question. Most famous person in your phone. Ooh, fuck! That's a great question. Um, Athlete, rapper, whatever. I would say Denzel Washington. Wow. Yeah, I know. I know his kid, or Kurt Russell, maybe too. That's sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would probably be it. Awesome, brother. Yes, sir. Brett, well, man, thanks so much for having fun with this, man. It's time for a toast to the goat, man. All right. For this one, first off, what do you got there? I got some Kettle One vodka here. It, it was ice before, but now it's just just all the good stuff here. Okay. I got some Hennessy. Ooh, 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 ooh. I had it right here. Okay. okay. <laughs> I had it ready. <laughs> Get a swig of that in you. In honor of what the rappers drink. Okay. There you go. So, Brett Will, you are not only the GOAT hip-hop rapper and hockey player, um, you're a man of many talents and you are an example, a true example of, uh, of hard work, dedication and trying new things and, and taking risks and a lot is possible. Thank you, yes, brother. Sir. Hey, thanks for having me on, bro. Hopefully we'll do it again. Cheers, brother. Cheers, Cheers. man. That's uh, awesome, man. Woo. All right. Woo. Woo. All right, brother. So we're all good. Yeah, brother. Thanks so much, ladies and gentlemen. Brett Will, you're the man. And uh, I'll talk to you really soon, man. Yeah, man. We'll stay in touch, bro. Thanks for having me on, man. I wish you uh, all the best and the family, everything like that. All the boys in the Goat Raj. We'll see yeah. you guys soon, man. Thank you. All right. This is the Peace greatest up, of bro. all time podcast show, Goat Radio. We will see you next time. Thanks, brother. All right, brother. Thanks for having me, bud. I'll see you soon, bud. See you, bud. Yeah. I don't let them know. G-O-A-T-Y. 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 G-O-A-T-Y.